I'm Steve Fisher. Holograms are not a new idea. The concept of a three-dimensional projection on a two-dimensional surface has been around since the late 1940s. We've seen them portrayed in Star Wars and Star Trek and countless other science fiction. Fernando de la Peña is one of those at the forefront of the technology. And science fiction always helps us to imagine. We, we have like a vision to make it happen. He's here to talk about life in the metaverse on Life Slices. We are here today with Fernando de la Peña. I'm going to start out with a question, Fernando, that I hope you have the answer to. Who is Fernando de la Peña? Well, uh, I'm Fernando de la Peña. I'm president and CEO of AX Aerospace. We, in my company, perform unique services like horoportation in space and help to manufacture unique products for space exploration. And this is not my first company. I have been uh, leading companies in technology for the last 28 years. Describe what AX of Aerospace is. Essentially, a company that product, that deliver products and services. When I say products, we help to manufacture components for a spacecraft Colusi for Lockheed Martin. Or when I say services, we provide astronaut training using holographic technology or holographic teleportation as well for to assist the medical surgeons at NASA so that medical surgeon can holoport from mission control to the space station, but also someone at the space station can holoport back to Earth and enjoy time with their families. Because, you know, when they are in space, they spend six months to a year in isolation. The space station is big, but when you are there for a year, it's not so big at all. <laughs> sure. One of the little basis before we move on. For our listeners who may not be familiar with the term, what is augmented reality? There are multiple terms. So virtual reality, first of all, it was the first one. You have a computer display here and you are inside of a computer-generated world. Augmented reality, if people is familiar with Pokemon Go, uh, you have a tablet or your cell phone. You can see an animation popping up on your screen, and you can play with the animation. But the animation cannot play with you. Then we have mixed reality. And mixed reality is a combination of my reality. I can play with my objects next to me. I can see an animation like a hologram, and I can interact with the hologram as a real person or object, but also the hologram can interact with me and my world. So if I have a holographic ball like this, and I just drop it, and it's a hologram, it will bounce on my table. So the terms are confusing, but virtual reality, you are inside of a computer-generated world. Augmented reality is like a digital sticker, and mixed reality is you, you are in, in your world, but also the hologram is interacting with your own environment. What is holoportation? Well, that's a term that Microsoft created. Uh, Microsoft developed holographic teleportation in 2016, which means that it, you can recreate with, they have 106 cameras inside a room, and you can recreate a real-size hologram of yourself a three-dimensional and interact with the hologram. What we did, it's a little different because we transformed that into a portable version that you can use everywhere. But holoportation means like you recreate 
a 360 degree representation of someone as a hologram. And for your field of view, there's no difference. For you, you believe that the person is there. That could be frightening, depending on how you use it. Well, let me tell you, when we performed one of the holoportations on a station, one of the crew members, an astronaut, she didn't know that the doctor will pop up. And the first thing, and she's very nice, the first thing that she says, say, hey, hey, you're invading my personal space. And it was like, yeah, that wasn't my intention. But it was like, when you see someone popping up in front of you, it was like, and just, it, it, it was so funny. She just like, you're invading my personal space. <laughs> How did the idea come about for, for a holoportation? It's an evolution what we did. Um, we created a training application using holograms. So we have people, astronauts or payload specialists here in Houston, Texas, training. But also we have people in other centers. NASA has 10 different centers. One is in Huntsville, Alabama. And when they are training, they can interact with each other as holograms. But that version has avatars. So instead of having me be able to see you, I was able to see like a cartoon of an astronaut helmet floating. And I had the impression that that was you. We tested this technology, I believe it was 2018. NASA has an undersea base in Florida. It's called Aquarius. Uh, NASA trained the astronauts there. So they live under the sea for a couple of days or weeks. And they simulated that they are in a space that's very close. So we had a medical emergency. It was a simulated medical emergency. And the NASA surgeon was here in Houston, Texas. The NASA surgeon used our technology to assist one of the crew members. And it was great. It was a huge, huge success. And then this NASA surgeon and Air Force General, Dr. Joe Schmidt, came to me and he said, yeah, this is awesome. What else can you do? Because people really like the technology, but they, they didn't like to interact with a cartoonish representation or an avatar. And I said, well, I read that Microsoft created something called holoportation. It's not live, but I believe that we can make it live and we can stream it. So instead of seeing an avatar or a cartoonish representation of yourself, you can be there. Uh, we can put it on a station. And he said, yeah, let's do it. And he really supported that effort, which we aim to deliver by 2025. However, COVID came and we had a blessing that it helped us a lot because when we had, when COVID came, NASA says, hey, I'm looking for ideas. What else can we do to telework? How does this work? What kind of equipment do you have to have to make this functional? What we have on the station, it's a holographic computer called HoloLens. Essentially, it's a special kind of fancy glasses, which help you to create a hologram in front of you. And if people is familiar with video games, if you have an Xbox, you have a camera. It's called a Kinect camera. We flew that one to the station, and we use that camera to recreate three-dimensional hologram. Now... That is what we did for a station. What we are doing now is we are moving into a public phase so everyone will be able to use your cell phone camera, which is also, it, it has a LiDAR camera, it has a, a laser. Most of the cell phones cameras do that. So you will be able to use your cell phone, your tablet, or any other virtual reality, augmented reality, 
or any other kind of glasses. So what we did in a, on a station, we use the fancy stuff. What we are doing to make it public is just use whatever you have available. I saw the video of the gentleman you holoported onto the space station. What was it like for that person? Did they have any kind of referential viewing from the, the space station itself? Can they look around? Can they see things? Can they look out the window? They do. Um, with the two-way holoportation, the person actually was General Joe Schmidt, NASA surgeon. With a two-way holoportation, he's able to see the surroundings of the astronauts. So he's able to see the space station and also the astronaut. And the person on the station is able to see mission control here in Houston and the surroundings. Now, that was phase two. What we are including, and I'm anticipating to your next question, is adding some, adding haptics. And haptics means, well, I can see you as a hologram, but for me, you are a ghost. And it's important to have that feedback, like, hey, I'm shaking your hand. I want to feel that. So... What we're working now is adding that capability so an NASA surgeon can holoport to the space station. And if one of the astronauts is sick, well, they can create a better diagnostic. When you go with the, with your physician, the first thing that they do, they check your lymph nodes to see they're swollen. Mm -hmm. So the NASA surgeon will be able to touch the patient, say, Oh, your lymph nodes are swollen. Let me check this. So we'll be able to interact visually, we'll be able to hear the other person, and we'll be able to touch the other person. Okay. Well, that, that brings up uh, certain applications for the porn industry, but... <laughs> of course. <laughs> Trust me, they, we, we receive a couple of requests, and I say, uh, no, not now. <laughs> <laughs> what are the, all the scientific applications for, for this technology? You talked about the space program. What, who else could use it? There are multiple applications. First of all, from the social standpoint, imagine a deployed warfighter deployed overseas, just having dinner and interacting with his or her family. That would be awesome. But also imagine that I'm an engineer and you are flying a, a, an aircraft and you need to refuel another aircraft and something is wrong, like one of the fuel pumps is failing. I can holoport from ground to the aircraft or anywhere and assist you like, hey, let's do this, let's push this. Now I can see the problem. So for engineering, there are multiple applications. And also, well, for medical industry, of course, we are working on that. But of course, for business, with Zoom and these other technologies, we are limited to a two-dimensional screen. We, I only can see what you show me with your camera. I cannot understand your body language. I cannot interact with you. If I, if you ask me to walk into a facility, you, you're not able to do that unless you are holding a smartphone. I'm fixing to my office right now, so you are able to walk. And also from for the so, social standpoint, we are trying to deliver this application like a monthly subscription. You will pay $9.99, less than $10 a month, and you will be able to use it for anything. We right now have a program with the University of Houston. They are planning to use a biology lab with the students so they can work and dissect and do whatever they do on biology using this technology. So the students do not need to be inside the facility. So there are multiple applications. 
What are the commercial applications for it when you go beyond that? Is there is this going to be applied to video games, as you mentioned earlier? Is there an entertainment value to this? There is um, video games, of course. And actually, we are launching this with a video game as well. So, and the reason to launch it with a video game, when you had your old Windows 3.1 and you had a mouse, you learned how to use the mouse with the Solitaire game or the Minesweeper. We are launching this application with a game, so people will be more familiar. But yeah, of course, for, for video games, it will be super cool to hold apart with my buddies and play Call of Duty or Fortnite or any other game. But for entertainment, also, imagine we have a rock star, a celebrity, and holoporting to my to my living room and interact with that celebrity. That really is, is a game changer. I don't need just to be watching the television. I can see the performance of a rock star, but also if... If they allow me, I can interact with that person. Well, as you mentioned earlier, people see a ghost now. It's kind of got a transparent quality to it. Do you foresee that becoming more solidified so that you're seeing an actual person in front of you instead of just a ghostly figure? Yes, of course. And that's a common question. And that is a great question. Reason for that, on the space station, we have very limited access to the internet. And it's not an internet. We use satellites, but we have five megabits per second. Five megabits per second is the speed that you had on your cell phone on, in 2007. So that's a kind of bandwidth that we are using right now. When we plan to launch this during the end of Q3 of 2022, we will have more bandwidth. And we actually have internet 5G. So we can increase the resolution by a lot and also create more experiences like haptics. But what will happen instead of you interacting with a ghost representation of someone else, for you, you will be able to see a real person. If you don't know that that's a hologram, you will be able to trick your brain because for you, it's going to be solid. And actually, if you touch the shoulder of that person, you will be able to feel it on your hand. So essentially, it will be a very realistic experience. See, although I do see an application for the ghostly version and if you're trying to buy a house and someone is in there trying to bid more than you, you project yourself into the house and make it look haunted so that the other people run away and you get the house. There you go. That's a good application. <laughs> you sell that to, to a real estate company. Now, with an application you have on your site called Hollow Wizard, what is Hollow Wizard? How does that differentiate from uh, Hollow tele Hollow Portation? Well, Hollow Portation is a component of Hollow Wizard. Uh, a good analogy is like Microsoft Office. With Microsoft Office, you have Word, Excel, PowerPoint access. Holo Wizard is a premier training application, and this is how this started. Uh, one of the components is to train people for an rig or to train astronauts, and it's an application that essentially is kind of a drag and drop. You can just use your computer and drag holograms using our application another procedure, and you will be able to interact with those. Then we have another component of Follow Wizard, which is AR Mentor. An AR Mentor is, a you're having a problem. I only have my computer with me, but I can overlay holograms on your field of view. So if you are, you are having an issue with your car and you open the hood, I will be able to put animations of arrows or circles like, yeah, you need 
to open this compartment, you need to detach this cable, and that's part of AR mentor. And holoportation is you literally go and and see the other person, but the three components interact with each other. And so Holo Wizard is a, a it's three components into one single product. And the last component is, is going to be the video game. So what we are releasing during the end of Q3 is for components or four features into a single program. Yeah, I just had plumbing done on my house this this weekend. I'm guessing it would have been a lot cheaper if I had Hollow Wizard to be able to show me just what to fix. Of course. Of course. And imagine that you you can have the expert there. What you do now, you have a problem. You go to YouTube and try to find a solution. But imagine that you can call your plumber, hold for there, or you say your mentor, say, yeah, you just need to change this unscrew this part and it will be fixed. To what degree are you seeing more demand for your product with the jump to remote working? I believe that it's going to be huge. Uh, Citibank just mentioned that it's going to be a $1.3 trillion industry. There are a lot of companies investing in this. Facebook with the metaverse, Cisco, Microsoft, Qualcomm. So I believe that if, if you go backwards, it's like the 1990s when someone asked, in the 1992-1994, do you see that people will adopt the internet work? The answer was yes. Right now, if you're asking me, do you believe that this holographic mixed reality stuff is going to be the part of, is going to be a component of our day lives? Yes. So essentially, I believe that people will at some point read off from two-dimensional screens and will start working with holograms. And we, the cell phones as we have right now, that brick will disappear and we will have glasses, smart glasses, and at some point could be something like contact lenses or something. But we are leaving the same transition that we had in the 1990s from traditional work to the internet. Right now we're moving from the internet through a holographic representation of or a metaverse. This is this is fascinating. Where do you see this technology going in the next five or ten years? In the next five or ten years, first of all, ev- everyone will have kind of smart glasses, just put it like this, and interact with everything. You will be walking, your GPS will be there, your social media will be there, you will be working from anywhere. But I believe that that will help us to create more industries. Entertainment is going to be different. I believe that people will buy unique experiences like, hey, I'm a huge fan of this artist. Let me buy three minutes. So interacting with this person as a hologram or special recording. Video games are going to be different. Instead of being me sitting at the coach and playing a video game, I can be inside a video game without using virtual reality, but also playing with my buddies and say, hey, let's play Fortnite or Call of Duty. For example, business is going to be completely different. Instead of traveling, people will be able to work and interact. For me, there's not there. I don't see a difference if I'm at the meeting table and I see 12 people next to me, and maybe they are in 12 different locations. We can have that meeting. And for me, it's going to be in person. Movies industries is going to change as well. So I believe this is a disruptive technology that will change everything. That's why you have big companies making huge bets on this technology because this is a new internet and this revolution is coming in the next five years and every single industry has an application for that and there's going to be new industries. When Going backwards, when we mentioned 1990s, people believe like, yeah, how are we going to use the internet? And then 
we have new applications, a new a new way to entertain ourselves, a new ways to subscribe or watch movies and everything. So it's going to be a game changer for for everyone. I could see this being a big boon to space tourism, where if you can just go up in the space shuttle on your own, space shuttle, if you can go up on a rocket and go to the uh, International Space Station on your own and visit without having to actually go through training and do it. Well, and imagine that. Imagine that when we send a first woman to the moon on Artemis mission, everyone will be able to be there on the moon with her and walk around and interact and be anywhere. So for scientific missions, that will be a game changer. So we are getting closer to Star Trek. We are getting closer. Actually, I had some tweets from Robert Picardo, the holographic doctor. Yes. I, I was talking with him like, hey, you, you, you guys really inspired us, oh, Star Trek, Star Wars. I believe that every time that I'm watching this with my kids, I have two kids, it will say, well, yeah, they predicted iPads and they predicted a cell phone and they made a lot of predictions and now they predicted a holographic doctor. So yeah, we're getting closer and science fiction always helps us to imagine and then us, we, we have like a vision to make it happen. I can see a great application here in marriages. You know, when, when someone wants to go out with their buddies or, or whatever, but yet their hologram is still home with the family. So they, they, they could just deny that they went out. Now, what are you talking about? I, I was home the whole time. And create unique memories. They can be with other holograms, take a picture. I have a video on my website, actually, of a warfighter just enjoying Christmas with, with his family and having pictures, and he's deployed somewhere else. But also, if you have a couple and they are in the honeymoon, uh, they can be, they possibly will be, will be having dinner at their home. But with this holographic technology for them, they are in France or Italy enjoying a nice dinner on a nice environment. Kind of the holodeck experience with the Star Trek, that can happen very quick. And it gives them another way to keep the in-laws at home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what would you like to tell people about you or AXA or Holoportation or Wizard that, that I haven't asked about? Well, what's going to happen, and this is my prediction, I believe that in the next 10 years, everyone will have my application and will be using my application for entertainment or video games or to work or socialize. So I'm really envisioned that this application will be available for anyone. That's why instead of just me trying to create a very expensive product that has very high requirements, I'm trying to make it available for anyone. And anyone will be able to pay $10 a month. That, that's $9.99 a month subscription that everyone has. So that way they will be able to use it and find future applications. So what I'm telling you is that that vision is going to happen. And right now we're running a beta program. So if people want to join, they can do it for free. Will we ever see a time when you don't need all the fancy equipment? You don't need the hollow glasses. You don't need uh, the, the visors or, or computers even that where this technology will be standalone. Yes. Um, and that's happening. There are other companies trying to develop holograms without glasses. Um, that's why my application is universal. You will be able to run it. My application in smartphone, tablet, mixed reality, augmented reality, virtual reality. But also there are 
promising companies that they are developing their own holograms and you don't need any equipment at all. I believe that will happen in the next maybe five years. In my opinion, the problem is computer power or graphic process unit power, GPU. But right now, with the internet 5G, you don't need to have that computer power in-house. You can just stream it via the internet, which is very quick. So I believe that's also a a huge game changer, the internet 5G. I believe that in five years, instead of me telling you to use my application with a device, maybe you will not need a device. You will have rooms with this technology and holograms will be popping and you will be able to interact with the holograms. This is fascinating. Where can people go to find out more about you and your technology? What's your web address? It's aexa.com. It's very easy, aexa.com. We have social media there. We have articles, blogs. Um, People can interact, ask questions. If they want to be part of this beta program, which is free, they can sign up, sign up over there and we can send them a kind of a demo. And we will be interacting with them, trying to create a perfect product. We are aiming for that so we can release that by the end of Q3. Terrific. This is fantastic. uh, Fernando, I, I appreciate your being with us and sharing this technology. And I hope everybody gets on board. Because I think it's going to be a brave new world. Amen for that. My thanks to Fernando de la Pena for sharing his vision and insights on holographic technology. To learn more, go to AEXA.com. That's A-E-X-A.com. And get ready for the future. You don't have to wait. It's here. If you enjoyed Life Slices, please subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts and like us on social media. Life Slices is produced by Beatnik Ravens Productions, all rights reserved. Music, courtesy of Fesley and Studios. Mm-hmm.